സ്പെസിഫിക്ല CNN reported Trump faces more than 30 counts related to business fraud. Trump said he was completely innocent and indicated he would not drop out of the race. He accused Bragg, a Democrat, of trying to hurt his chances of winning re-election. This is political persecution and election interference at the highest level in history, he said in a statement. Shortly after, Trump appealed to supporters to provide money for a legal defense. He has raised over 2 million dollars, according to his campaign, since he incorrectly predicted on March 18th that he would be arrested four days later. The charges will likely be unsealed by a judge in the coming days. Trump will have to travel to Manhattan for fingerprinting and other processing at that point. Bragg's office said it had contacted Trump's attorney to coordinate a surrender, which a court official said would likely occur next Tuesday. Trump's lawyers Susan Nechele and Joseph Takopina said they will vigorously fight the charges. The Manhattan investigation is one of several legal challenges facing Trump. Bragg successfully prosecuted Trump's business last year on tax fraud charges, leading to a $1.61 million criminal penalty. The presiding judge in that case, New York Supreme Court Justice Juan Merchan, is expected to oversee this case as well, according to a person familiar with the matter. The charges could hurt Trump's presidential comeback attempt, as the mugshot from his arraignment and any visuals from his courtroom appearances could provide fodder for rivals. Trump could use the case to stoke anger among his core supporters, though other Republican voters might tire of the drama. Some 44% of Republicans said he should drop out of the race if he is indicted, according to a Reuters/Ipsos poll released last week. Trump's allies and fellow Republicans blasted the indictment as politically motivated, while Democrats said he is not immune from the rule of law. Even potential presidential rivals voiced support for Trump. This will only serve to divide our country, Trump's former vice president Mike Pence said on CNN. The White House declined to comment. Outside the courthouse, several protesters silently held signs criticizing Trump. Authorities bolstered security around the courthouse after Trump called for nationwide protests on March 18th, recalling his charged rhetoric ahead of the January 6, 2021, attack on the US Capitol. Prime Minister Narendra Modi went on a surprise visit of the new parliament building. He spent more than an hour at the upcoming parliament complex and inspected various works, sources told Hindustan Times. Accompanied by Lok Sabha Speaker Om Birla, the Prime Minister observed the faculties coming up at both the Houses of Parliament and interacted with the construction workers and the officials, sources added. This is not the first time when Prime Minister Modi has gone on a surprise check to review the construction of the parliament complex. In September 2021, the PM had visited the construction site of the new complex and had interacted with the construction workers present there. 
He had laid the foundation stone of the new parliament building in 2020. The need was felt for a new parliament building for years. 21st century India needs a new parliament complex. The old building fulfilled the needs of the country. The new parliament building will fulfill the country's aspirations, the Prime Minister had said during the event. Some incidents of violence and clashes marred Ramnumi processions across the country on Thursday with at least 22 people injured and 54 people apprehended, police said. Clashes were reported from Maharashtra's Chhatrapati Sambhajinagar, where a mob hurled stones and bottles filled with petrol at a temple. This sparked violence, and left 12 people, including 10 policemen, injured. Four people have been detained in the matter, police officials familiar with the matter said. Two separate incidents of stone pelting were reported from Gujarat's Barodara and West Bengal's Howrah. In Delhi, Ramnumi procession ratcheted up tension in Jahagirpuri, but police allowed the rally under heavy protection in Jahagirpuri. Elsewhere, Ramnumi went on peacefully without any major conflict. Police said in the early hours of Thursday in Sambhajinagar's Kirdapur locality, two groups of five people each clashed near Ram Temple. We dispatched a local police team. After some time, one group left the place and the police soon came to the site. After an hour, a mob gathered there, bringing stones and petrol-filled bottles along, which they threw at the police personnel, said Aurangabad Police Commissioner Nikhil Gupta. March 2023 has seen a radical change in temperatures compared to historical averages. The first two weeks of the month were among the hottest and the second half, among the coldest which could put the whole month in the top 10 coldest March in the past 73 years. The average maximum for India up to March 29 is 30.35 degrees Celsius, according to India Meteorological Department's IMD gridded dataset. This is 0.96 degrees below the 1981 to 2010 average for this interval, considered to be normal by the IMD, and the 12th coolest since 1951, the first year for which IMD has gridded data. This is the polar opposite of the maximum readings in February, which was the 13th warmest since 1951. To be sure, the beginning of the month did not suggest a cool March. IMD's forecast for March to May period on February 28 said that March was expected to be warmer than normal in most parts of the country. The first two weeks of March followed this early forecast. They were 1.1 and 1 degree warmer than normal, and both were the 22nd warmest since 1951. This was not on account of a few extreme days. All days except March 7th were warmer than normal from March 1st to March 15th. In a big push for self-reliance in the defense manufacturing sector, the Defense Ministry on Thursday signed a raft of contracts for indigenous military hardware worth 32,100 crore including warships supersonic missiles for the Navy, and surface-to-air missiles and weapon-locating radars for the Army, the latest in a series of deals concluded in March ahead of the financial year-end, officials familiar with the matter said. The Defense Ministry signed three contracts worth 19,600 crore with domestic shipyards for 11 next-generation offshore patrol vessels and six next-generation missile vessels, and another one worth 1,700 crore with Bharat Electronics Limited BEL, for a fire control system to boost the Navy's capabilities. It also signed a 8,160 crore contract with Bharat Dynamics Limited 
BDL, for improved Akash surface-to-air missiles for the Army, and another one worth 990 crore with Belfort Swati weapon locating radars, also for the Army. The sixth contract of the day was signed with Brahmos Aerospace for next-generation maritime mobile coastal batteries, long-range, and Brahmos missiles for 1,700 crore. You were listening to the HD Daily News Wrap, a beta production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Please give us feedback on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at HD Smartcast or via email to podcasts at hindustantimes.com. Until next time. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast